Welcome back to Locked On Spurs on the Locked On NBA Network. I'm your host, Jeff Garcia, Spurs writer for Kens 5 San Antonio. Glad to have you back. Hey, training camp is underway. Yesterday, the Spurs got things going. Uh, step one in their long journey, that is the 2021-2022 NBA season. Hopefully, they'll shock the world. And uh, make it to the playoffs, maybe get themselves a playoff run. We shall see. So a lot of games to play. I haven't even started yet. Uh, but we're going to be going back to media day. And uh, picking up on something that Pop said, how this team has no superstars and uh, there's no go-to guy and how he's excited about that. But if we were to kind of tier or rank who are the go-to guys on this team, should a game get uh, close or in the clutch, who would they be and why? Also, our guest is going to bring up something about Popovich that he noticed during media day. And who is that mystery guest? He is Joe Garcia of Two Shots Podcast. Joe, welcome back to Locked On Spurs. Hey, training camp is underway, and uh, I think, what, Monday, Joe, is uh, first game of preseason? Yeah, Monday, first game of preseason. We had media day come up, so it looks like, you know, the NBA season is going to be soon at hand. Within weeks, we're going to be watching right. NBA TV once again. NBA basketball on TV, exactly. I Yeah, no, well, at least this time the Spurs get a training camp under their belt they got themselves a summer league for the young guys to get some run hopefully that'll be beneficial for them so uh joe and by the way you can follow joe on twitter at two shots podcast everybody uh you, you know we go back to media day and pop you know pretty much saying the obvious that this team has no superstars okay that's obvious they don't i mean the last one maybe was uh well not maybe was Kawhi leonard and they try to piecemeal it with LMA and DeMar DeRozan. It just wasn't the same. Those weren't upper crust NBA players. But in that same vein, Joe, he said that this team really doesn't have a go-to guy that he kind of shrugged his shoulders. Matter of fact, he asked the reporter, who do you think it should be? I mean, that's how much it's in the gray area. Joe, is it really in the gray area? Is there a guy that you would say he is our go-to guy? whether a game is getting that tight or, you know, they need a rally. Who would Joe's Spurs players currently on the roster be for a go-to guy? I think at this point there is no go-to guy. We're going to have to see who's going to emerge. The go-to guy, I think, for the you know prior two seasons, everybody was always looking to DeMar DeRozan to kind of, you know, do his thing out there on the court, looking for the leadership of one Patty Mills. But now, you know, in the absence of, both Patty go- being gone, you know, Rudy Gay's gone. You got DeMar DeRozan gone. Somebody on this squad is going to have to step up and say, this is my team now. There's a new sheriff in town, you know, right. to sort of speak. Yeah. And I look kind of to DeJounte to kind of fill that role, be that vocal leader, be that guy that says, you know what, I'm going to own this loss or win. You know, if something happens, I'm going to own it. It's going to be on me. You know, this is my team now. He's he's made a lot of uh, a lot of waves, a lot of noise, you know, about trying to be a leader and I'm a leader and I'm a leader. Well, yeah. you've been saying that you've been talking that all this time for what last two seasons, three seasons, right. you know, they're saying he's coming, he's coming. Well, you know what? His time is here. If he's going to be that, that go-to guy that he wants to be, you got to step up, you know, and this is going to be the season to do it. But beyond DeJounte, I mean, you have other veterans on this team. You do have, let's not forget Derek White. You know, right. Derek White is arguably one of the most, uh, I said, well-rounded players on this squad, you know, and he's not a, a, a rookie by any means. You know, he's a seasoned vet now. So there could be another guy, you know, that you can kind of say, 
you can kind of look to him to maybe, you know, be that leader, that vocal leader, the guy that's going to step up, you know, but you have other people in the, in the wings here, just waiting, you know, you have what you have now, uh, what's his name? I forget his name. Jakob Pertl, you know, Jakob Pertl not a, a, a rookie by any means, you know, you have Keldon Johnson, you know, so you, you have some people that could arguably step up and try to say, Hey, this is my team. I'm going to shoulder the load, yeah. so to speak. Yeah. You know, I mean, we, the vet that we do have on this team that has won a chip is Bryn Forbes. Right. I don't think Bryn yeah. Forbes is going to be that guy, you know? Yeah. Well, I mean, when I look at this team and, you know, not having a quote unquote go-to guy as they did last season with DeMar DeRozan, you know, he was the go-to guy. If things got tight, you know, give the ball to him. That's pretty much what the Spurs young guns did a lot. And I thought it was to their detriment. You know, they got to learn how to step it up in close games. But DeMar's gone. The training wheels off. Yeah, the training wheels are gone. They're, they're completely gone. They're, they're, they're removed. Uh, when I look at who was the go-to guy, this is my answer for that. I say, we shall see. We shall see. Uh, DeJounte Murray, I get why you pick him. You know, he's the most, the longest tenured Spur. Uh, you, you know, he, he saw a big jump in stats last season. But is he still going to be that guy? Can he be that? He says he wants to. He's, he even talked about it in the media day that he was in the year of Marcus Aldridge and DeMar DeRozan, NBA vets, have been there, done that longer than he has. So, okay, there's a foundation, but we need to see it now. Lonnie Walker, interesting, he pointed to uh, DeJounte, Keldon, and Derek as you know, the, the, the leaders, the go-to guys. You know, those are the guys that guide us. Um, but I kind of agree with Pop, though, that we shall see. We'll find out which of these young guys is going to take the reins and really say, you know, hey, give me the ball. I get a bucket right here. We'll go up. We'll get this to win. Uh, it, I think it would be a situation like this, Joe. If somebody tell you, hey, uh, Joe Garcia, I think my go-to guy is going to be Keldon. You might be, yeah, I get it. I come to you to say, hey, Joe Garcia, I think it'll be DeJounte. You'll be absolutely. Another fan could come up to you and say, hey, you know, it could be Derek White. Sure. And that's how much it is so kind of up in the air on which guy or maybe set of guys will step up. Joe, do you think this could be a go-to guy by committee? Could be, but you know, again, it's like you said, there's a big question mark on this season, you know, coming into the season, who's going to be that guy. Who's going to be the one to kind of take the rings now that, you know, we don't have DeMar DeRozan or a Patty Mills or Rudy Gay type of player anymore. So it can be interesting to say the least, Jeff, I think it's again, kind of history repeating itself. We knew this was going to happen, and it's happened before. And I had said, even before we had gotten David Robinson, when we had that transitional period, then you get David Robinson, and you're like, okay, for all intents and purposes, this is his team now. You know, because David wanted to bestow that acronym. Now this is going to be that transitional period. Who's going to want to bestow that acronym of, I am the leader of this team? You know, we don't know yet. But I think that's a good thing. We just kind of have to write this out and see who's going to emerge, you know? Well, you know, right now you look at the roster and surprisingly, Thad Young and Amino are still on the squad. Uh, hope, hopefully that still is true by the time people are listening to this. But 
there's your veteran leadership right there. At least guys that, you know, have 10 or more years in the league. Yeah, and they definitely have that. But again, two guys that never really known for being the go-to guy, you know, give the ball to Amino. You know, it's a tight game. That, you know, he's never been that. Dad, yeah, yeah maybe, but not, not, not really. He's more of a good, solid role player. So you can eliminate them. Do I really think this is going to be an exciting moment for Spurs history as we'll find out which of these guys wants it? Which of these young guys are going to say, you know what? I'm going to be the next. What is this business about lack of superstar power, Popovich? You got it right here. Joe, maybe Popovich is being mind game Popovich. And he wanted to hear the guy say, hey, this team is not full of superstars. That could certainly rev your engines up, couldn't it, Joe? It could. You know, Coach Pop can say a lot of things to to kind of get this team fired up, you know, kind of challenge them. And that's that's his job as a coach, you know, to kind of press the issue, push them, see who's going to emerge, you know, and just kind of roll with it. I think, you know, Coach Pop kind of knows going into the season what it, what it's going to be, you know, what he's in for and, and what fans should really be in for as well. This is going to be a kind of a retooling, rebuilding mode that we're in right now it's not necessarily made for us to make a strong push for the playoffs I think this is more of seeing what we have as far as this team goes and coach pop trying to get the most out of these players to see who's going to stick around and who maybe you know it's not panning out they might have to say goodbye to some fan favorites I mean it's the nature of the business you know so I, I think coach pop is doing it doing it right right now you know trying to get these guys fired up by saying some things, you know, and challenging them. You know, maybe the lack of the uh, superstar power in long term could bode well. I mean, look. Doctor created, doctor recommended, works up to seven days per use. I'm talking about sweat block. Hey, look, excessive sweating can be difficult to talk about. Luckily for you, there's sweat block to help you through it. Dry shirt guarantee. If sweat block doesn't keep you dry, you get your money back. Featured and tested on the Rachel Ray Show by Firefighters. And it's a bestseller on Amazon for the past 10 years. Over 13,000 reviews manufactured in the USA. Wear what you want to wear. Your little secret to confidence. This is a must-have for everyone's toiletry bag. Whether it's a big presentation or a hot date, everybody can benefit. If you or someone you love is dealing with this, excessive sweating, you have to check out Sweatblock. Get 20% off at sweatblock.com right now with promo code locked on or at Amazon and CVS. Sweatblock.com. This episode is brought to you by Rock Auto. With the ever increasing numbers of makes and models, it's now impossible for your local chain auto parts store to stock all the parts you need. Why endure endless lines? You have computers with access to rockauto.com at home and in your pocket. Save time and money when using Rock Auto. Rock Auto is a family business serving do-it-yourselfers for over 20 years. Rock Auto prices are reliably low for every customer, and they have everything you can need. Brake parts, tail lamps, motor oil, even new carpet. Go to rockauto.com right now. See all the parts available for your car or truck and write locked on to their How Did You Hear About Us box so they know that we sent you. An amazing selection, reliably low prices, all the parts your car will ever need, rockauto.com. The Spurs can definitely use some help in, in the draft. You, you know, maybe they don't make the playoffs. Maybe they do uh, end up, you know, getting the win total as Vegas has them at 28 wins for next season. That's it. 28 games out of 82 games. That's what Vegas is predicting. The Spurs. I to think win. they're being generous, Jeff. I think they're being generous. <laughs> well, even if they're generous or not, you know, the lack of a superstar in the immediacy uh, could bode well for the Spurs' future. You know, they 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 get a 
a higher draft pick. Uh, they bring in a, a stud next season. They, they could build around him, or you know, these guys turn out to be very good, and uh, you know you flip them for uh, a major piece. You know, yes, there's still that Ben Simmons. You know, the Spurs have been linked to Simmons since day one of the offseason. I know, I know, but it is, it is a fact. I mean, the Spurs can solve their problem right then and there. At least technically, you bring in an all-star. Joe, this team doesn't have an all-star right now. An all-star. I don't know when the last time that has happened. So yeah. they could cure it that way, But it, it's been a while, yeah. Joe, I going to ask you, though, the balls on the Spurs side of the court. and they 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 got to go to somebody with just ten seconds left. Who does Joe Garcia want to see the ball in the hands of? <laughs> That's a good question. You know, I think uh, overall, when you look at who's going to make the best decisions in crunch time, I would want to put the ball in either Derek White's hands, or you're going to have to go ahead and look uh, to maybe somebody else. You know, that's also a guard and see what they can do and. And DeJounte Murray, you know, but if you give me the choice between the two, I'm going to go ahead and go with Derek. I think DeJounte, as we have seen last season, still makes some boneheaded decisions in crunch time. I think Derek is the more level-headed player, so I think he gives you the best opportunity to possibly win a game when it's getting tight, you know, and there's 10 seconds left, you know, give it to them, give it to him maybe at the top of the key, You maybe get him a good, nice open jumper. I'd put the ball in Derek's hands. Again, you wouldn't be wrong. <laughs> yeah, great. That's a great person to uh, give the ball to uh, if things are tight and the Spurs need to get a bucket for a win. Uh, you know, Kelvin Johnson, you know, he, we, we know that he can barrel his way to the rim and, you know, get the end ones and, you know, just score at the rim. Uh, you know, maybe McDermott. McDermott with his hot shooting. You know, that could happen. And, uh, it's just such an interesting uh, group of guys. You know, Popovich said during media day that this team was assembled with some intent. So they're definitely the intent, I think, is just to figure it out. I mean, Pop said we're going to figure it out. He's going to dumb down the playbook, you know, make it simple is what he said, and uh, start learning. Joe, I-, I would love to see this. If if a game is close, give it to DeJounte. One game, if another game is close, give it to Kelda. Another game is close, give it to Devin. If this season is about the future and getting a set for the long run, why not let these guys learn individually in situations like that and give them the ball? And I think the flexibility for the Spurs to do that with such a young core uh, is good for them. They, 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 they can see how player A can act under stress and pressure, player B, player C, so on and so forth. Joe, I think Spurs has got to realize that you're going to see a, a lot of bumps along the road this season, aren't we? A lot, a lot of bumps. And the thing is, it's going to be very frustrating for fans. You're entering a new era. And this era that you're entering has has been here before. It's something that we've seen before, especially me and Jeff. We've seen these transitional periods happen, and it happens in waves. It just so happens that this is the beginning of the transitional period for this new look San Antonio Spurs squad. And the thing that I tell fans is, if you're going to support the team, support them through the good and the bad. That's what makes it so special when they finally break on through and they return to the NBA Finals or they go deep into the playoffs. It's because you feel as a fan 
that you had a hand to play in that because you mm-hmm. were supporting mm-hmm. the team. You were rooting for them through the good and the bad. You saw these team, this these players evolve their game and get better. The only way that these things can occur is you have to have some bumps in the road. You have to learn from adversity. You have to have some disappointing losses, and it has to hurt. That's the only way they're going to get better. We're right here at the precipice of this new transitional period. There's going to be a new era for Spurs fans that maybe this is something that they have never experienced before. They've only known the team when they're winning. Well, get used to something different because they're not going to be that same team that won five championships. This is a new team searching for its identity. Be patient, support the team, but of all else, just enjoy the season. You know, I mean, for when if they win or they lose, just enjoy the development of the players and what you're seeing on the court. This shouldn't, for all intents and purposes, Jeff, be a fun team to watch because of the youth that we have on the team. They're going to get up and down the court, maybe have some really, you know, high-flying slam dunks, alley-oops. That's what fans want. You know what? And, and enjoy the ride. It, it's just starting. You know, the Popovich did say that, uh, that – Hey, you know, expect a fun type of brand of basketball on the court. A lot of running, a lot of tempo stuff. And it lends to the roster they have. And he has no choice. He's got to play that style. That style suits them. They're a bunch of athletic young guys in their 20s. It's the youngest, one of the youngest teams Popovich has ever coached. Joe, does it worry you, though, that there is no all-star on this roster, that there isn't a megastar on this team? Uh, or do you think this is just all part of what a rebuild looks like. This is all part of what a rebuild looks like. You might not have the pieces in place that you want when you're starting your rebuild, but at some point in time, and this is what we're going to be looking at this season, they're going to look to see what they have, what they need to do to get better. And sometimes that those hard decisions have to be made. Maybe you've already spent so much time. In, and, and mind you, we have Chip England, one of the best in the business. And if he can't go ahead and, you know, improve some of the, you know, jump shooting and help these players with their offense, at some point the Spurs are going to have to say, well, maybe it's time we move on. And that might mean we go ahead and trade some, you know, young players that the fans love for some picks. Or maybe we go ahead and trade them for a piece that can help. You know, there's some tough decisions that are going to have to be made. And it's going to start this season, you know, but again it's it's part of this rebuilding phase it's it's going to be different for spurs fans the new era of spurs fans you know the the young 20 somethings you know that are just starting to love basketball and they just became fans right at the end of the big 3 era this is new territory for you guys and i can guarantee you spurs twitter is going to be a nexus of negativity this season jeff so just be ready for that as well yeah, Joe, uh, it, it, again, you know, no all-star as of now. Who knows? Maybe the Spurs flip some of these players and make a deal. But as of right now, not a single all-star on the roster. Hopefully one of these guys can turn into an all-star. But it all Maybe. begins uh, yeah, very, very shortly. Uh, you're, you're looking at even the fact that they brought in Mono Ginobili to be part of player development. You know, I mean, that's, you know, if you're, I mean, why not? Sure, you know, what's nothing wrong with that. Can't hurt having Mono Ginobili kind of be a guide for these very young guys. But at the same time, he can't, he's not going to be able to get on the court. He's not going to be able to show them how it's done 
on the court when the ball goes up in the air and the 48 minutes begin. So he can only do so much. And it's, yeah, uh, with no go-to guy, at least according to Popovich, you know, and uh, at least no solid go-to guy that that just lends to the excitement of the developments to see that we're going to see and who is going to emerge. Celebrate the freedom of choice with Built Bar. Did you know you can choose from many delicious flavors at Built Bar? Well, you can get coconut, raspberry, mint brownie, salted caramel, strawberry. The list goes on and on. There's definitely a flavor for each and every Built Bar fan. And hey, look, if you feel like you're going to miss out, they have the mix box. You'll get two of each of the nine flavors. Not only are Built Bar flavors the best tasting, they're also healthy too. 17 to 18 grams of protein, calories ranging from 130 to 180, only 4 to 5 grams of sugar, and only 4 to 5 grams of net carbs. Amazing flavors, all tasty, all healthy. Order today. Get the grasshopper cookie or raspberry or whatever you like. Built Bar is the official protein bar of the U.S. track and field team. That is pretty cool. Go to Built.com right now and get yourself 15% off your order. That's Built.com, 15% off once again at Built.com. It's that time of year again, and all eyes are turning to football as teams are back in the gridiron to start the football season. As always, BetOnline, your number one spot for all the pro and college football action this season. Get all the updated odds, props, and contests, including online's biggest half-million-dollar NFL Mega Contest and the world's largest $200,000 NFL Survivor Contest. Open now at BetOnline. Head to the website, BetOnline.ag. Or use your mobile device to sign up today and get yourself a 100% welcome bonus. BetOnline is the fastest and easiest way to bet on all your favorite sports. From football, basketball, boxing, right down to your favorite Vegas casino games. Don't wait and take advantage of all the great offers available for the 2021 season. BetOnline, your online sportsbook experts use promo code LOCKEDON. We're talking with Joe Garcia. He's with Two Shots Podcast. Follow him on Twitter at Two Shots Podcast. Hey, speaking of Popovich, though, uh, Joe, you wanted to talk about this, that you, you you felt that Pop was being different during media day. That To you, you said, you know what, that just doesn't look like Popovich. Uh, what did you mean by that? What, what are you trying to get at here, Joe? Well, full disclosure, I was having a conversation with their good friend, Rudy Campos Jr., you know, and when we were talking on the phone, we both kind of said we noticed the same thing about Coach Pop. And that was he was being a little bit too playful with the media. Very un- unlike Coach Popovich. Usually, you know, he answers the question. He has some fun on media day. But this was a, at a different level. It's like he was going behind, you know, the the camera lens, acting like he was, you know, a media member and just having fun with it, making everyone laugh. He was in in full comedic mode, you know, which is not like Coach Popovich. And he was just having a lot of fun at media day. And the only time you really start doing that is when you start soaking things in near the end. And I'm not saying that he said something that leads me to believe right away that this is his last year. But if this is, in fact, his last season as a head coach going out, you'd want to have fun at your last media day. I've been so serious the last, you know, for so many years, the media day, you know, and kind of let loose a little bit. But for him to let loose at this level, I'm not saying it's alarming or, hey, he could, he could, this could be his last season. I think it's just something that you need to kind of look at, you know, could this in fact possibly be 
Coach Pops last season as the San Antonio Spurs head coach. I mean, he's only 26 wins away from from being the most winningest NBA coach in history. So I'm just going to enjoy the ride, Jeff. Let's just say it like that. Yo, are you trying to start uh, conspiracy theories here on Lockdown Spurs? Is that your goal here? No, I'm just saying. I mean, you even admitted yourself, Jeff. Wasn't he a little bit playful with the media? That's usually not his style. I mean, it was. He's been like this, I would say, since last season. Uh, I mean, yes, he had his moments where he was a little gruff with the media, but for the most part, last season was kind of a different vibe with Popovich. Uh, again, uh, you, know, you know, many felt like, well, he's acting kind of different. He softened up a bit, and you know, maybe that's just the path. Maybe he just sees the window is closing, but it's not shut yet. Uh, whether it be after this season or maybe one more. I mean, he's definitely 70, what, he's 72, 73 years old. So his time as an NBA coach is uh, winding down pretty fast. Joe, you're right. You know, he was very playful, joking with media, asking them, hey, you know, who do you, who do you want to see get the ball in the, as the go-to guy? But I think overall, though, Joe, I think he's setting the tone for the uh, season, uh, that it's not serious. He even said we're not even worried about stats. That we're gonna have fun out there. I think that's what he was trying to do. Just set, simply set the tone uh, of the season. That it's not serious. Now that's gonna change. Obviously, the moment there's a defensive mess up or uh, the team loses in the boneheaded play, he's definitely gonna be you know back to old Popovich post game. But I think this is the young core. It's a different set of guys. These are not your David Robinsons, your Tim Duncan's, your Monas, your Tonys. Uh, this is a different era of the NBA. It's a player's league. And these guys are super young, Joe. They're super young. And maybe the approach he took with Timmy and David, it's not going to work with these guys. So patience is going to be in order. Having fun, I think, is going to be in order. And he said it himself, Joe, he's going to simplify the playbook for them. Joe, I think in the end, that's my theory, that he's just simply setting the tone that this season is going to be more fun and developmental. But Joe, you really believe that this could be it for him, huh? I think it it it's going to, to me, my heart tells me that this is going to be it for him. You're not going to want to go out to much fanfare. That's not his style, nor was it Tim Duncan's style. You just know at the end of the season, all right, I'm done. And that's it. You announce it, you know, maybe in a, a tweet or something that, or a little, you know, letter that he might write or an email that he'll send, you know, to the Spurs and they'll release that. Oh, let's thank Coach yeah. Pop for his yeah. time with the team. He's not going to come out right and say this is my last hurrah. But something just tells me the vibe that he's putting out there that this could this could very well be it. I know we say that every year, but this actually feels like this could be his last season, you know, and if it's not his last season, OK. You want to come back for one more, but at some time, if you're going through a transitional period, as we have seen, that this is going to be the transitional period starting for the San Antonio Spurs, you can't have a full transition with the old head coach still running this team. You have to, at some point, hand over the reins to the next generation of head coach for the San Antonio Spurs. I hope that might be Becky, but you know, you have Manu now trying to, you know, kind of help the team player development, scouting, who's to say that at some point in time, Manu might not get, might get the itch and might want to coach. I mean, are you going to say no to one of the best 
players that the San Antonio Spurs have ever had. I mean, there's a lot of knowledge there with Manu as well. So I think the Spurs are going to be in good hands no matter what they decide to do. But for all intents and purposes, I'm going to treat this like it's Coach Popovich's last year's head coach for the San Antonio Spurs. I mean, look, Joe, you if he decides to hang it up after the season, many saw it coming. If he stays on for another season, what are people to say? Yeah, not surprising. That's Popovich. Hey, Lonnie Walker said that he's been exercising with the club, that he works out with the team, that he runs sprints with them, that he hits the weight room, that he loves to do slides. So he's he's definitely trying to stay in shape. Uh, maybe he feels he has a few more years to go. But, Joe, that kind of leads me to this question, though. Um, do you think maybe even if Pop decides to coach longer than you expect, do you think his time is still now or his best years are behind him? I'll be honest with you, Jeff, and I know this might not be popular with a lot of Spurs fans. A coach Pop is going to go down in history as one of the best coaches in the NBA, bottom line. His best years, in my opinion, are behind him. You know, we've seen kind of a a little of the decline, you know, of one coach pop. And it's not a knock against him. It happens, you know, as you get older. But also, you know, the personnel that he's had in place hasn't been the best either, you know. Right. But at some point in time, I mean, it's just like a player. Uh, you know, you start to degrade a little bit. I think the same thing can be said true for a head coach. You know, I think Coach Pop of his Coach Pop's best years are behind him, you know. Well, not not having a megastar does does doesn't help either. You know, you don't have a Timmy, you don't have a Kawhi Leonard, you don't have a Manu and Tony. You know that 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 lends to maybe not being racking up W's and more racking up losses. But uh, I mean, it happens to the best of them. I mean, yeah, you know, some some exceed at doing a lot with less. Pop is one of those. Yeah, you know, I think he's going. I I think the Spurs are going to get more than twenty eight wins. I just cannot not see them not get twenty eight wins. I mean, that's just ridiculous. Want to put some money on but, that, Jeff? <laughs> hey, hey, man, I, I got to place my bet in Vegas um, about that. You should have placed it when you were there. I told you. I know, you know I know, I know. Hey, you still can. You can still just go to the sports books you know, online. Just place the bet now. It's still at twenty eight wins, but. Um, I gotta ask you though, Joe. I, 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 do you take into account the fact that there hasn't been an all a megastar since Kawhi Leonard left? Maybe that's lending to this idea that Pop lost it because every every great coach has that that franchise player. Pop had Timmy, uh, Phil Jackson had Michael Jordan, Kobe Bryant, and Shaq. Uh, Spolstra had the LeBron, Dwayne Wade, and Bosh. There's some truth to that, Joe. There is some truth to that, you know, and as you have stated, you know, the obvious, we don't don't have a bona fide star ever since nephew left, which is Kawhi Leonard. I mean, it's been what it's been. You know, we've yeah. been a team in flux and it hasn't been very good. You know, we haven't been very Spurs like. And that's what happens when you lose a NBA superstar. You know, you need a superstar in order to get you back to the promised land. Unfortunately mm. for us, we don't have anybody, you know? So mm. at some point in time, it's either you're going to get an NBA star through a trade of some kind, or you're going to have to look to the NBA draft lottery. You know, it's up to the Spurs at this point to see which 
direction they're going to want to go. But if they stand pat and they're like, oh, we're just going to develop players, you can do that. But at the same time, all these other teams that were behind you are now going to be going in front of you. As we have seen right now with today's NBA, it's a win-now mentality. You have to make a lot of moves. You have to be very aggressive in order to kind of stay, you know, with everybody else. You know, in the Western Conference, is notoriously, you know, very, um, very stacked with talent. You know, in the Spurs, they're lacking some of that right now. You know, let's be honest. So very interesting to see what's going to happen here. They, this team has to, one, find their identity. Two, do they have a budding star here in the mix somewhere? You know, we, we might, have to. They we, might. we have a lot of questions we don't know. They, they might. It could be Vassell. It could be Keldon, as many think. Uh, it, it could be Primo. Maybe he just shows out in Austin and he's just playing heads above the rest. We just don't yeah, know. Yeah, but honestly, that, Jeff, that would, be in, that would be in the G League. Now, I mind you, I've seen Primo. He's very young, very raw. If he can develop those skills and he can transition into a very good player, maybe possibly like you're, sta- you're saying, that elite level, that superstar mm-hmm. level, that would be something. That To me, that would be one of the biggest gambles that the Spurs have had thus far, you know, where they're going to go ahead and draft this kid that's so young, youngest kid in the draft, and then watch him pan out. So that could very well be a possibility, Jeff. Yeah. We'll definitely uh, look to see what the Spurs have in store. Who will emerge as that go-to guy? And if is is this it for Pop? At least that's what Joe thinks right here on Locked On Spurs. So. Joe, what's that? I said, I think so, Jeff. I think this might be his last hurrah. Hey, you know, again, if he decides to hang it up, no, nobody's going to be shocked. If he continues to play, nobody's going to be shocked. I mean, uh, coaching, excuse me. Nobody would be shocked, but I mean, that's what did it, didn't we say this last season that oh, last season was going to be it for him? Uh, so, uh, we'll see, Joe. We'll see. I mean, he had he 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 guided Team USA to the Olympic gold. Uh, you mentioned about that record that's within reach 26 more wins. Oh, is it 26 or 27 to break it? Is it 26 to tie or 27 to break 26. it? I think it's 26 more wins, and then he that's when he breaks it. He breaks it, okay. So, well, maybe that's it. He scratched one big uh, to-do thing off his to-do list, Team USA Olympics gold medal, and there's just one thing left. Uh, He has titles. He has Coach of the Year's awards. He has all-star, you know, coaching duties under his belt. He's locked for the Basketball Hall of Fame. So maybe Joe is right. We shall see. Joe, tell me what's going on at Two Shots Podcast. Well, at Two Shots, we're going to have a new episode breaking this week where we're going to go ahead and talk about San Antonio Spurs basketball and some other things going on in the sporting world, such as combat sports. And maybe we'll even talk a little bit about Dallas Cowboys football and how they beat the Philadelphia Eagles. You know, we'll, we'll discuss some other things that and they, they, they whooped on them, didn't they? They just whooped they up did, on but them. I, they did, Jeff. But honestly, was that the Cowboys looking that good or was it the Eagles looking that bad? I kind of have to give the Cowboys. I thought you're a diehard Cowboys fan. I am, Jeff. But when your quarterback makes a boneheaded play and drops the ball in the end zone, and the team, (laughs) the other opposing team, recovers and scores a touchdown because you hold on to the ball too long. I've seen this before with Romo. No, I think it had more to do with the Eagles being that bad versus the Cowboys looking that good. Joe, tough, tough crowd, Joe. I'm just being honest, man. 
Hey, they lead the division, though. They lead the division. But let's be honest, Jeff. The NFC East is one of the worst <laughs> divisions in the NFL. Yeah, That's not saying much. <laughs> yeah, that division is pretty bad. All right. Uh, make sure to follow Joe as he told you how to do that right now. Subscribe to Lockdown Spurs where we get your favorite podcast. Google Play, Stitcher, iTunes, uh, Odyssey app. Tell your smart speaker to play Lockdown Spurs. It'll do that right now. And uh, we are back to uh, show a day as the season's first season is right around the corner. So for Joe Garcia, I am Jeff Garcia. We're going to put a lock on this episode of Locked on Spurs.